some of my biggest falls were, were during the holiday season. So in recovery, I've taken really good care of myself and, and kind of allowed myself to, to take a selfish stance in that, like, this is what I need. And what I need is to not have a Christmas tree. What I need is to not travel. What I need is to go to the beach on this day that used to be a really big family day. And, you know, maybe we'll just hop on a phone call. And that was hard and scary to say and do. I was so surprised at how much support I got when I finally did say that's what I need. Stories are powerful. Powerful. Welcome to the Rise, Recover, Live podcast brought to you by The Phoenix. This is a space where people impacted by substance use can come to share their story of strength and resilience, get open and honest, and inspire hope and build community through shared experience. We'll be talking to people in our community on their own recovery journey and shine a light on the topic of recovery in all its forms. Maybe you'll hear some of your story in theirs. Let's show the world that together we rise, recover, and live. Yo, and welcome to a very special episode of the Rise, Recover, Live podcast. I am your host, Bryce III. And I'm Liz McKean. And this is very special. What are we doing today, Bryce? Yeah, so if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, it is November 22nd, 2022. And this is the week that kicks off the holiday season. The holiday season. I feel like that tone is um, just perfect for the way that this conversation is meant to be. I think we actually, I don't even know entirely what your experiences are around the holidays uh, in recovery and prior to Bryce, but I know for me, it's been a real journey, the the holiday season. And I, I definitely, I, I get uh, I start to feel anxious before before I, my brain even knows that we're getting into the holiday season, my body starts to feel it, which I know is also excitement because it's, it's an exciting time of year too, but it's strong emotions. And those are a big deal during like when you're, when you're on this journey. So what's, what's your feeling about going into the holidays? Your experience and my experience is a direct reflection of the experiences of the people who are listening to this podcast, as well as those who don't even know this podcast exists yet is that everybody has a different experience. Like you have this thing and then everybody has a different context uh, or relation to this thing. And in this case, the thing is the holidays. So, and then our relationship with the holidays may have been one way and now they're evolving and turning into another way. So mm-hmm. how I felt about the holidays might not be always how I relate to the holidays because that may change and shift up. I've had a bit of that experience as well. So we did, I, I felt that it was important that we do an episode specifically uh, around how we show up for ourselves on the holidays. What does that look like so that we can build community to know that whatever our circumstances is, we're not alone in how we show up for ourselves in the midst of the these different times. Yeah, I think that's that's like the perfect way to kind of frame the purpose. Um, the intention of this conversation is not so much to say, you know, here's here's our top ten tips for holiday season and recovery or anything like that. I'm sure there's a hundred articles like that. Wouldn't that be nice? If anybody like has those, <laughs> send them to me. Um, more just to say, like you said, that there is no right way to feel or to um, navigate. Uh, you know, if you're a person who goes into the season and you've had your Christmas tree up since um, Halloween, like good for you. You've lived, you live that joy. You do your thing. And if you're somebody mm-hmm. um, like me who every year is like, I don't know, I don't, maybe we don't put a tree up. Maybe, maybe we pretend that Christmas isn't even happening and maybe Christmas isn't even a thing that you celebrate at all. And that's fine too. And 
Um, there's, there's or no, if you're, or if you're somewhere in between that in, spectrum. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it is, it's a spectrum and it is, it's ever changing every year. It's changed for me. And we all have a different, um, relationship with this time of year from, um, from our childhood, certainly from the time of active addiction. And then, um, in recovery, it surprises me every year how I, how I feel. And I think our purpose here is just to share our own experiences and encourage you to, just to have yours and not judge it. And if you um, feel safe and supported in doing so, maybe you have this conversation with somebody in your life. Yes. And I'm super excited about today's episode because we have some input from you all, the listeners around your experience with showing up for yourself throughout the holiday and maybe some of the specific challenges that you faced. So without further ado, let's get straight into it, Liz. Yeah. Should we start with some of those, with some of these cool experiences that people have written into us about? So we sent out a prompt on our social media page on Instagram, which if you don't follow us, pop on over there and follow us at Rise Recover Live on Instagram. But we sent out a prompt in our stories just to ask, what is your relationship with the holidays? How do you feel as a person in recovery around the upcoming holidays or a person who's been affected by um, addiction at, in any way about the holidays coming up? And so we got quite a few answers and leading off with one answer, I did promise anonymity to anybody who submitted their answer. So we're not going to say anybody's name. But one response I want to highlight is that this person says that they got sober right before New Year's. And so therefore the holiday scene had to change. And so I sent a message back because I wanted to, I was curious. I was curious as to like what exactly all needed to change and how did they show up for themselves now? And so they sent a message back to say, I had to change my environment. Getting sober around the holidays is hard in itself, but knowing I had to stay sober, I changed who I hung out with and where I went. Even if sometimes it meant I didn't hang out anywhere or with anyone. Had to start somewhere and had to stop drinking or I was going to wind up dead. And this answer really struck a chord with me just in the fact that they shared that, you know, they had to change who they hung out with, where they went. But even if it sometimes meant I didn't hang out anywhere or with anyone. And I think that's that can be an experience that all of us share, especially before we know like what communities we have to be able to support us and prop us up. Because there's almost like this discovery period when we change our lives to learn what tools can help support this new life that we're looking to create. We're showing up for ourselves in a way that we've never shown up for ourselves. And so, mm -hmm. therefore, we don't know what's up and what's down. And sometimes what used to be up now is down and what used to be down now is up. So, like, learning to find our bearings is a process. And in the midst of that process, like, it's like, look, I don't know. So I just need to sit down in the house somewhere because I know what it was that I used to do. And I used to go out and I used to go to these spaces and everything that I know is not supportive of what it is that I want to make happen moving forward. So maybe I just sit in the house and just close the door and just put my headphones on and just don't answer my phone. And I think it can sound very lonely and it can be very lonely. But I think the beauty and the fact that this person shared what they shared is that because they had that, because they seen the prompt and they share what they shared they they are a part of a community now. And so it's like that experience of like, like getting away from what it was that they knew somehow, some way led them to where they are now to where they're responding to a prompt on the Phoenix's Instagram. And so they're aware of a community that they have access to and can tap into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think that's, that's hard 
any time. I mean, it's a, that can be really challenging at any time of the year, any day, um, you know, beyond, you know, the middle of the middle of the summer or in the middle of the winter or holiday season in particular, though, I think can feel scary to change because there's a lot that can feel expected. You know, there's um, often family or friend obligations, if that's the case for you. And tradition is incredibly emphasized around the holidays. I mean, whether or not that's something that you even have experienced, like here, it's on TV, it's in commercials, you know, like family gatherings and, and gift giving and, and a lot of things that just can feel like, you know, if you're not making memories at this time and doing it the exact same way that you did last year and every year since the day you were born, then you're doing it wrong. And I feel like there's also, it's a time of um, a lot of reflection when people are thinking of, you know, who they love and who are you thankful for and prioritizing the people in relationships and all these things that are, you know, beautiful in concept. But when you're in a moment or many moments where it's like, I, you know, I gotta just stay alive here, guys. Um, hmm. It's like, that's, it's, it's a big, it's a big ask. And I, I can just relate to that. So deeply like that that was I, I mean my my family is um our traditions have changed dramatically over the years and a lot of that has to do with the fact that I had to make a lot of changes I had to essentially skip the holidays for um quite a few years because I, there were a lot of really um hard holidays for me when I just th there were some of my some of my biggest falls were were during the holiday season so in recovery I've taken really good care of myself and, and kind of allowed myself to, to take a selfish stance in that, like, this is what I need. And what I need is to not have a Christmas tree. What I need is to not travel. What I need is to, you know, go to the, go to the beach on this day that used to be a really big family day. And, um, you know, maybe we'll just hop on a phone call. And that was hard and scary to say and do. And I was so surprised at how much support I got when I finally did say that's what I need. Yeah, I, it can it can be it can be a lot <laughs> like everything that you just kind of ran down, be it the the spirit of comparison, looking at other people, the commercials that come on. If you're you're new in recovery, the spirits. I know a lot of people mm. affiliate holidays with like eggnog and mm -hmm. and putting the whatever in the eggnog, which I'd never like because who mixes milk and alcohol? But you know, a lot of people that could be very triggering for them. Nasty, but no. So it it can be it can be a lot to some people. And it could be a lot to process. And I think like Liz, you touched on a very important part of the process of living intentionally and showing up for yourself is like learning what it is that you need, because your experience may be different than somebody else's experience. Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, it's, it's probably nine times out of 10 going to be. And so that takes for us to begin to have a conversation with ourselves that is unique in the way that pays attention to what it is that we may need to show up to be our best selves. And that may change. Like for me in the holidays, like you talk about traditions. And if you think about like the, the addictive mind, like I like things to be the same over and over and over again. And, you know, some things happen with my family where like, you know, early on in my recovery, like things weren't what they were anymore. So now they're not what they were. And then it's like I had to learn to show up for that change. And, you know, it's easy to get, you know, bitter and be like, oh, it used to be like this, but it's not like this anymore. So now it's not enjoyable or Christmas just ain't the same or holidays or whatever you celebrate ain't the same. 
And it's like, I think a big part of recovery is like learning to show up for life on life's terms. And so what am I like right now, this moment? What is life like right now, this moment? You know, what do, what do we look like? I remember we had the experience of COVID where you have the holidays and COVID and Holidays for me has always meant like, you know, togetherness, like bringing it together, hugs, kisses, all type of stuff like that. And that was a year where it's like, no, like to really show up for somebody is to stay away from them. And it's like, what Mm -hmm. is going on and trying to find our bearing and our footing. But I think recovery allows for us to show up however life is and find the meaning and understanding and how it is that we show up. And I, I know I speak from the point of somebody who like looks a lot into these things because I can tend to like dive deep and then I can assume that it's deep for everybody, but that's not always the case for everybody neither. Like everybody has their own experience. A lot of, a lot of people responded to the prompt. How, how do you feel about the holidays as a personal recovery or somebody who's been affected by addiction in, in any form or manner? And it's just like, you know, it's, it's not that deep for me. You know, um, Halloween is the best. Somebody said like, I really love <laughs> Halloween, you know, um, holidays are tricky, but you know, it doesn't really bother me as much, you know? So it's, it's learning what it is that you need to be able to show up for yourself and whatever that looks like learning to continue to cultivate that I think is very important. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And I think, you know, we're, we're, we're intentionally keeping this episode short because I mean, this is something that obviously if this might, if this is your first episode, just know that we can talk a really long time about a lot of things if we really put our minds to it or, or, or don't. And this one we wanted to allow like the space for the conversations to happen kind of like among the community. Cause we, you know, we don't know, we don't know what's the right thing for you. Like the best we can do is come on here and say the things that we needed to hear what we need to hear. Like I, I constantly need to hear um, whether it's coming out of my own mouth or somebody else's a reminder that it's just like, it, it's okay to say what you need. And then also it's okay if somebody else tells you what they need. <laughs> you know, if somebody else says like, actually, this is this is a boundary I have. Or or maybe somebody says, hey, the boundary that you set hurts my feelings. I'm really sad that you're not going to come here for the holiday this year. Like, that's okay. Like, that's okay to, that for them to feel that way. And it's okay to, um, you know, to still hold that boundary. Like, it's just, there's just so much that can come up um, this time of year that I think it's just my my message that I'm saying to you because I'm looking at my own video and saying it to myself right now is that however it plays out, whatever happens, it's okay. And your job is to um, to take care of you, to you know approach that in a way that's still loving and compassionate to the people around you, but keeps you safe. And um, and whatever that looks like, it's going to be different this year than last year and next year, and it's going to be okay because you are okay because you are showing up. Yeah, and I think this comment on Instagram echoes that sentiment where they said, specifically over the years, I have accepted myself and my healing and in that realizing that not everyone is in the same space. It's also not my responsibility to give therapy for those I'm willing to go, nor is it my responsibility to be their punching bag. Knowing when I have hit my limit for tolerance of that and gracefully excusing myself so that I honor myself and don't end up triggered to the point of relapse to numb myself from the confusion and pain. It's not so much that I am triggered at gatherings by the alcohol that could be there, but the topic of conversations and negative attitudes that I have to protect myself from. They also said they're also making friends through Phoenix, knowing I have support in them and that they are my family, as I can call them. They get me and they get me and I have examples and accountability in them, as well as a safe outlet to be myself. And I think that's that's a very 
I think that says everything that we just said, where it's like, you yeah. know, this person learned where their community were. This person has learned how to show up for themselves. And obviously, like, it's, it's I mean, you know, obvious to who, but for me, like, l- looking at the words, they've had experience of what it is that they don't desire. And they've had some experiences that have allowed them to cultivate wisdom around what it is that they need to be able to show up and be their best selves. And what it is that, like, they, they have to excuse themselves and, you know, realizing, like, oh, like, right now, I feel like, you know, I'm your punching bag or, you know, I don't necessarily agree with, you know, these th- this conversation that's going on. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and leave. Like, we have to have the experience to even no so that's another thing too where it's like okay here come the holidays maybe this is my first year sober maybe this is my first month sober and it's like let me go sit sit down somewhere away from everything and that may that may be the case and may work in the beginning but i think it's also like don't be afraid to have the experience so that you can that you can come in contact with what it is that you 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 don't appreciate and how you can show up for yourself no matter what life throws at you and i also want to throw out there Liz, you, you, you know, you run the virtual programming and we have Friendsgiving coming up, right? So uh, let's, let's riff a little bit about that. What is Friendsgiving? Yeah. So we've got a few cool things actually. So the night before um, Thanksgiving is kind of traditionally a big going out night. I, I, you know, if you're somebody that, that did that kind of thing at any point. Um, so there is going to be a kind of sober happy hour, I think we're calling it. So on that Wednesday, you know, afternoon, evening, kind of depending on the time zone that you're in. And that's just going to be kind of a fun hangout. We've also got a, a turkey trot going on if you want to do a run on Thanksgiving. And that's virtual. You can do it on your own and um, and then just like connect with people before or after. Um, but then, yeah, on on the day that, that folks tend to celebrate Thanksgiving, there's going to be a two hour block where there's just a Zoom room that is open with various uh, instructors from the virtual uh, program who have volunteered their time on that day to just be there, hold space, hang out. I'm going to be there for a lot of it. And the idea is that like, you know, maybe you, maybe we, maybe you don't celebrate, maybe, you know, you've chosen not to this year and it's a year that, and it's something you usually do. And if you want to come and like, eat your meal in front of the computer. If you in like, you know, have a bunch of friends there who are just, you know, pumped to, to see you if you want to come and just have your screen off, but like see people conversing and feel less alone. Or maybe you are with a group of people, like maybe, you know, a family obligation or something is something that you can't, that you, that you have to do. Like, you know, we don't, not everyone has the, the privilege to like opt out of things. Um, you know, I, I don't have kids, so I, I certainly know that my, my situation is different, but if you're able to to, you know, get your phone and go into a bathroom or something, just have like a little bit of time where you can be with, um, with people in the community, um, and take a break, uh, whatever that little space can do for you, or maybe you just want to show up because there might be somebody that needs to see your smiling face that day. That would be a beautiful thing. So it's just like an open house community. Mm. And I know a lot of in-person chapters are having some events too. So take a look at the, the schedule. Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's, Super important because there's been years where I haven't exercised any resources and I just did my own thing. But it's such a beautiful thing to know that I have in my back pocket. Like if things get tough, you know, I can go to the the all day open meeting by me because that's my recovery path. Mm-hmm. Or I could pop on Friendsgiving at the, the, you know, between this time and this time where people will be there. And it's like, no, there's nothing required of me except for to show up if I want to. And so it's like to be able to have that resource and to be invited to things is is super cool. So I think that's, that's a cool thing to have on the floor. And we will put the link to those events in the podcast notes as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if you are, 
if you are feeling just pure joy right now, like we're so, I'm so glad. That's wonderful. And if you are feeling anything different than that, if you're, if you're really struggling, then, you know, we see you, we hear you. And if you need support, you've got, you've got a community who is just here with a lot of outstretched hands and um, both in-person and virtual hugs coming your way. So take care of yourself and take care of your people around you that you can. And um, yeah, just, just stay connected and, and we love you. And we're so glad that you're here. And I think we did it. I think, I think we gave, gave the message that we meant, meant to say. We could just keep talking forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Lily said it though. I think I was going to say the I love yous. And it's an absolute privilege to be able to show up here and, and kick it with you all. And thank you all for sending in your messages and sharing your stories and being so transparent, open and honest about your experience. Because I think that's what helps us to, like, when you share your story, somebody else may hear their story and your story. And then you cut that problem in half for them. And so it's like, oh, maybe I'm not so terminally unique. Maybe there is other people like me and maybe I can show up in this community where people are, are expressing that they're having these experiences similar to mine. So like Liz said, like if you're having a great time, like don't, you know, don't feel hey. like oh, other people are, are struggling and no, I, you I hold can't on to that have joy. a great time. Like, like lean into that, you know, and if you're, and if you're struggling, you know, know that you're not alone and know that, you know, we're here and there's a community for you to tap into. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for taking time out of what uh, might be a very busy week. Uh, wherever you are, at whatever time that you're listening to this, we're just so glad you're here. Please be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Rate and review. I'm going to say that every single week. And at some point, it's going to be that right moment that you do. And we're so, so grateful. Um, keep keep showing up. And um, we're just we're just so excited to be in this space with you. Also, you know, I'm going to keep saying it every week. Come pop into the podcast group in the Phoenix app and come talk to me and Liz. So I got some notifications today. I think an up, a update rolled out today where I'm like getting notifications that somebody had posted something new in a group. So we Whoa. might be getting push notifications now. So there might be there should be a little bit more interactivity. I'll know as soon as you say something in the group. So I'll be able to pop on a little bit quicker with, with the promptness. And so, yeah, let's let's have this conversation. Like I said, this is y'all. This is y'all show. Well, we're here serving and we're super excited to see what you think about it. What should we cut? What should we keep? What should we do more of? What kind of guests do you want to see on a show? Come talk to us. We want to hold that conversation. We sure do. All right. Thanks, everybody. So now you're excited. Bryce, Liz, how do I get involved with the Phoenix? Well, my friend, it is super simple. We actually have an app. Head over to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store or look in the show notes of this podcast, wherever you're listening to or watching this podcast and go download the Phoenix app. The Phoenix app makes it so easy to find classes that are near you or to access our virtual class schedule where you can hop on from the comfort of your home. You can also join our groups and have a conversation with someone from the Phoenix community from anywhere in the world. Please make sure that you join the podcast group where you can connect with Bryce and I and other listeners. Everything that you need is in the show notes. You can also head to our website at www.thephoenix.org. And maybe while you're there, you click the volunteer tab and get even more involved. <laughs> <laughs>